This is a podcast from the South China Morning Post. Hello there, this is Kong Ho, tech editor at the South China Morning Post. And in this week's edition of Inside China Tech, we will take a tour through China's social media scene. And we have today with us Iris Teng, tech reporter. Hello there, Iris. And Celia Chen, who is joining us from Shenzhen office. Hi. So for those of us who may not be as familiar with WeChat, uh, let me just give you a very brief introduction. It is a social media app that has uh, multiple functions and it has 1 billion daily active users. And just to put that in the context, Facebook has about 1.5 billion. So it's really huge. Everyone and just about everyone in China uses it. And today we are very fortunate to have Iris who went down to uh, Guangzhou uh, last week to attend WeChat's annual developer conference. So Iris, uh, tell us uh, what happened at the conference. I think the highlight of that conference was the speech by the creator of WeChat, who is Alan Zhang Xiaolong. He gave a speech on Wednesday night. So it was pretty much like a rockstar concert that night with people selling tickets, actually bracelets, to um, to get into the conference. and. Yeah, everyone waited. These are, are ticket touts? Yes, yes, they are. So so people was there were touts for tickets to a WeChat yeah, yeah. conference. Yeah, because some people couldn't couldn't get a ticket to um to the speech. It was sold out before before the event. So yeah, people are So people are willing to pay uh uh black market prices to, to hear Alan Zhang speak. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, what, what's so special about him? Alan Zhang has been seen as the number one product manager in China for being the creator of WeChat, uh, which is now the dominant message, messaging and social media app in, in China. So I understand that he, he, he told the audience that he's not that good at public speaking, and then he went on to speak for how long? Uh, for four hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What did he say during those four hours? It um, seems like a very long speech. Yes. <laughs> um, so he looked back on the, on the early days of WeChat, how everything started, and also explained some of his uh, philosophies of uh, developing a product, not just WeChat, but also one of his early inventions, which is Foxmail, a very popular mail service. Um, single-handedly developed by Zhang Xiaolong. And um, from there, he explained uh, why these products are successful because he wanted to make them simple and wanted to make them user-friendly instead of making a very bulky app. So Celia, you use uh, WeChat, do you? You know, everyday life? Yes, of course, I use WeChat every day. You know, without WeChat, you, Chinese people cannot survive without WeChat. We, I, think, I think that is an exaggeration. It can be true. <laughs> yeah. What, what is so different, you know, about WeChat compared with, say, Facebook or Instagram or you know, Snapchat? We use WeChat for uh, hailing taxis or pay the bills and also um, book the restaurant, book tickets. We do everything on WeChat. You know, uh, in mainland China, I do not bring my wallet. I just take my phone and I do everything with my 
WeChat. So, so it's everything in one, basically. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, take take my phone with WeChat in it. Everything can be done. You you mentioned one billion uh, daily active users. So basically, one billion people log into a WeChat every day. Yes, globally. Globally, right? Yeah. Well, China has about what, one point three billion people. So I mean, are we reaching you know saturation point in, in a way in terms of you know sign, signing up new users at least in China? Yes, I think so. Because just you mentioned, we uh, Chinese people in total just one point three billion, but uh, WeChat already have one billion users. So, so what's next for for WeChat? Um, did uh, Alan Zhang kind of give a hint on future, on how he's gonna uh, take, where he's gonna take WeChat? So, in one of the most recent update of WeChat, um, they added a new feature called Time Capsule. It basically works like um, Instagram Instagram Story. And um, you can post videos on WeChat that will disappear in the next um, after twenty four hours. And um, Zhang Xiaolong's um, Zhang Xiaolong's thinking behind this is that he thinks video will be the future of communications, and it conveys more message and more information than pictures, texts. And he also believed that the videos can also tell the, the real-time ex, um, experience of the users. So he thinks it's a more authentic way to to communicate with people. I think um, one of the reasons WeChat do that because WeChat ha- has made a lot of pressures from TikTok. Uh, in China, we also notice Douyin. Because uh, within Douyin, we just uh, take videos and uh, post the videos, and I think um, the logic behind which which changes is also the outside pressure. So, from what what you're telling me, WeChat is uh, overwhelmingly dominant, but it is still also facing pressure and is responding to those pressures and 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 challenges. Um. Yes, you're right. Uh, even if WeChat has one billion users and it's just like a dominating uh, social media apps, but a lot of um, you know internet uh, companies that want to challenge that. On uh, Tuesday this week, and three uh, social media apps uh, was were launched together at the same day. So the first one is Ma Tong, you know, in, in English is a toilet. Um, Eris, do you know how how does it work? You know, do the, do you try my toilet. Or toilet? The <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's how the real toilets name. work, but <laughs> you don't know. No, you don't no, know no. The, how the apps work because they a link was blocked by WeChat. And um, yeah, I was in in the conference of the uh, Maton product launch, and I just uh, want to I want to have a try of the product, but the um, manager told me that because of the a lot of uh, downloads, the website broke, so we, we cannot down, download the. Uh, but you you mentioned that the the link was blocked. What do you mean? Is a download link and it was blocked on WeChat. Um, the block was the the le- the link was blocked by WeChat. Okay, so there's this new social app that wants to challenge WeChat. Yeah. And their link. <laughs> to attract new users was publicized on WeChat and WeChat blocked it. Yeah, you're right, because you mentioned 
one billion people use WeChat. If you want to share, make your if you want to make your product um, registered, you have to share among people. Which is a channel? Channel WeChat is the only one, I think. It's kind of ironic, then, isn't it? It's like you you want to challenge a dominant a player, but it seems like the only way to get the word out is through that channel. Yeah, it's the only way. But uh, another way is just you copy the link and put it in the, uh, Google, and you can download it. But I I don't think a lot of people do that because uh, in China a lot of people just use WeChat. Now, now we know that WeChat obviously is the flagship uh, social product of Tencent Holdings, uh, whose major business uh, besides social media is uh, gaming. And uh, you know we have previously reported that they are uh, undergoing a kind of shift in strategy. Maybe uh, Iris, you want to talk us through it? Yes, um, as we know, a lot of Tencent's business now are focused on games and also WeChat. That's pretty much uh, consumer facing. That's B two C business. And now they are announcing the shift to um, serving the businesses rather than just the just the customers. The reason why they are trying to do this is that games are now under stricter scrutiny by the Chinese government. So the Chinese government hasn't approved any new games after March, and also in the in the WeChat business, as we know, it has one billion users now. So so user growth might be slowing down, and also it's facing competition by companies such as ByteDance and all that. So they are finding other ways to be their the next growth generator. That's why they are shifting to to serve the industries. Yeah, I think uh, Tencent's strategy change from customers to industry is in line with China's overall push to upgrade its uh, manufacturing ability. Earlier, we talked about um, short videos, uh, TikTok or Douyin. Uh, I know this format is really popular in China, and in many ways, it's taken off worldwide as a result of uh, its popularity in China. Uh, do you do you guys uh, also take videos of yourselves and post them to your friends? Actually, I don't take uh, short videos to my friends my, myself, but I always watch Douyin video. You know, it's like I always uh, feel addictive to the short videos. I, I watch the videos one by one, but when I um, look at the time, oh, one hour has passed by. You, know? you mean you can spend one hour watching consecutive 15-second videos? Yeah. I, I, you know, after after I notice time, I feel very very sad. Oh, I waste another time. <laughs> uh, I, I wasted one hour, but next time when I um, turn on Douyin and I will watch the videos for another hour. <laughs> so, so you don't watch um, conventional uh, linear television. You don't watch Netflix. You you just watch like short videos, and that's entertainment for you. Yeah, I just stay entertainment after work. I just watch mm. the short videos. What what's so addictive? I mean, what's so what's so interesting about these videos? I mean, is there a certain genre that you you like, like cats or dogs or? No, because the videos are very short, just the fifteen seconds, and I just the, um, when I finish uh, one, another one just jump out uh, itself, and I just keep watching and watching. It's sometimes I feel very boring, but the another one came out. Okay, I finished this one, and another another one came out again, and just watching. 
and another one. It just, it, and it just keeps going on and on. Yeah, yeah, it's just going on and on. What about Iris? Do you, I mean, what do you do? Do you watch short videos or do you like, you know, sit down and read a book? <laughs> I like longer form videos. <laughs> I 30 only seconds? Check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a li- little bit longer than that. Mm. I, I checked out some short video apps for work because I need to check out why they are interesting to so many people. But um, on one of the apps I'm looking at, I try to find something funny and I cannot. But when I realize that, it's after 30 minutes. Um, you can see videos of different genres, but whether that's interesting to you, it's, it depends. How do these apps make money then? I mean, uh, you know... I understand that they can get a lot of eyeballs and probably keep them on the screen for a long time. But is there any way for for them to make money? I mean, is there some sort of uh, commerce uh, element to it? Advertising, maybe? I don't know. Um, So advertising is one of the main contributors to the short video apps. Brands are making these platforms one of their advertising channels. They set up their own accounts on the apps. And um, I think some of them include luxury brands, also foreign brands. Michael Kors is one of the latest and to set up and publicize their own products on on Douyin, I think. So what what kind of content kind of dominates uh, these short video apps? Are they kind of like the nonsensical or the vulgar? Or I mean, do you you get any uh, content that is uh, inappropriate? I think the app will recommend the videos according to your favorite. If you watch one of the uh, wedding ceremony um, and then that one is the same, you, you can watch the very similar content during. So this is an AI recommendation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. so if you if you watch a lot of uh, doggy videos, um, you know, cute puppy videos, and they would push those videos to you? Yeah. But I removed uh, doing app from my phone because I think I waste a lot of time in, in the app, so I removed it several months ago. <laughs> so globally, we have uh, this uh, KOLs, you know, YouTubers who have millions of followers. I mean, what's the situation in, uh, in China's social media scene? Some of the internet celebrities in China, they also have a huge following of millions. And... The books they recommend, the products they endorse, they sell out within minutes. And also some of them set up their own brands of makeup, um, fashion brands as well, and uh, to capitalize on their followers. It sounds like you can cash in on fame in the China social media scene as well. Definitely. So we've been talking about China's social media scene, uh, but WeChat and Tencent with Irish Deng and Celia Chen. You can find more of their stories on smp.com slash tech. And this is all we have for you in this week's edition of Inside Channel Tech Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.